Welcome to the Business Fun Size Podcast. A weekly discussion on a business topic to help you grow your business. With me, Bertie Cordingly. And me, Debbie Duda. Let's jump right in. Gone. Gone. We are live. We're live. Good morning. Good morning, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, wherever else we are. Good morning. Good morning, Bertie. Good morning, Deborah. 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 Getting ready for the weekend. Uh, Yes, very well. Very well, thank you. Just having an argument with Amazon customer services, but we won't go into details about that. Come on, and I'm having a similar one with PC World, so it's all about the buying things and and the arguing. But we're not talking about that today, are we? No, we're not. No, we're not. We're talking about customer personas off the back of our chats last week about um, the thingy statements. Steer. Steer. I was going to say STEM then. Steer. Steer statements. Steer statements. Yes. Yes. So we were going to talk about customer personas because the steer statements we talked about last week, they help you to dig into your customers a bit more, don't they? Thinking about what situation they're in, their thoughts, their emotions, their actions, and then the results that they take. So we wanted to take a step back and talk about how you might define the customers that you want to work with. That's right. And it just helps you with it rather than just going for a big scattergun approach with your marketing and who you're targeting. It just helps you narrow down then and figure out exactly what your customers are, what they're doing. So I think customers personas is a natural extension. Well, it's more it's part of it, isn't it? It's just a different way of looking at it. It's, it's different terminology really to uh, the steer statement yeah and you know some people call them i do i do customers some people call them customer personas they're all sorts of things and i think um how many of these you have depends on the size of your organization so most people when they're a small business like a solo entrepreneur they're probably going to have one Idle customer, customer persona. Um, good morning, Helen. Um, so one, um, maybe two at the at the most. And that's because as a small business, you don't have the resources to create lots of different marketing messages for lots of different audiences. You just you just don't, and you, your marketing will end up sounding kind of a little bit all over the place. If you work for a big organization, like at the beginning of my career, I worked for Boots the Chemist. We had loads of them because there was a massive team uh, where you could kind of create lots of different individual personalized marketing messages. So I think the first thing to think about is if you're a small business, you really want to try and hone that down to one, maybe two at the most of people that you want to buy your products or people that need to buy your products. Um, And for me, the first thing that starts off with what's the problem that you're solving? Who's got that problem? Like just a really simple question. So so we've got a few people watching live now anyway. So anyone that's across the three channels, so anyone that's watching, uh, like do you have a customer persona already? Do you understand what they mean for your business? Is this an exercise that you've already completed? Interest us to know if you just want to hit it in the comments. Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah, so first of all, start thinking like, this is my business. This is the problem that it solves. Who has that problem? It's not possible that everybody with a debit card or a credit card is going to have that problem. Um, 
So just start start from that point. What's the problem? And then I think the next thing to do is, well, we know that these are the type of people who have the problem. So Helen Woodford has just written, retired ladies. Brilliant. I can see them. Like, you want to be able to see them, don't you? Like lining up or reading your posts or getting excited about what you're talking about um, and kind of have that like emotional, visceral thing to those customers. So what's the problem that your business solves? Who's got the problem? And then really think about what are they moving from and what are they moving to? So what's the pain? What are they trying to avoid? What's the difficulty that they're having? What's their version of hell? Um, And then map that out and then think, well, once they've used my service, what's their version of heaven, nirvana, when all their problems are solved? And basically, businesses are bridges, aren't they? They take people from the point where they don't want to be, the hell, the problem. They use your service or buy your product and then they get to this point of nirvana and, and yeah, everything's fabulous. And I think thinking about it in terms of me, for me, in a visual way, kind of really helps. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I think the whole point about them, they are supposed to be visual. It is supposed to be almost become a person that you can identify with. Yeah. So if you if you're a brand new business and you haven't got any customers yet, then you can almost start to think not just about necessarily why they would buy from you, but then you can almost start to give that person a name. What do they like outside of buying your services or, buy, or like where do they shop? What um, do they like golf or whatever? And you can start to build up that customer persona. Um, if you've got customers already, then you can start to analyze your existing customers and look for patterns across them and, and, and build them in that manner. So you might find that, you know, if someone was to build a, a persona on me, um, put myself out there, what, yeah, what do I mean? <laughs> uh, Interested in technology, uh, you know, that, that kind of stuff, like early adopter, entrepreneur, like it's not necessarily just the things that, um, uh, what I do as a business is what do I like outside of that yeah. um, like to DJ those sort of things so you can start to build up this picture and then the idea is there will be other customers like me that exist out there yeah so yeah it's good to sort of have a route around and like you said if you've already got a business you can look at your bit you can look at the people who are already following you so go and look at your followers on Facebook if you know some of them go and look at the other pages that they're following go and look at the type of things that they're talking about and you can kind of do the same on LinkedIn and the same on Instagram the more insight you have into those people that you love working with the better um, because you'll be able to start creating messages and content that makes them go they're talking to me they get me they understand they understand my problems and that's what you want like if you send an email and you get a load of responses going oh my god this is exactly what I needed to hear today then you know you've like hit the jackpot you're almost you know you're in tune with that customer and you can think you know there are a certain gender or there are a certain age group you know where are they where are they financially like you know it will depend on how you price your services thinking about your customers as well you know are you a high-end product where people are professional um wealthy people that buy your products or is it kind of quick win short payment bursts of people that are at the other end of that with with little money so thinking about those things as well help you start to think about where you position your products um 
in the market. But I think really getting to that idea of what, where do they want to be? Where do they want to be? What's exciting to them? So if people were like using you as the customer persona, Bertie, it's great to yeah. know that you have a family, that you like DJing, you've got a dog, you know, you're into technology, you're an early adopter. But what do you want from life? Like, is it simplicity? Is it ease? Is it more money? Is it happiness? Is it a better, fitter, healthier body? Is it, I don't know, whatever that might be? Like, what is it that you want to get to? And when we I don't start- know, Debbie, there's too many <laughs> questions. <laughs> you don't need to answer it, but I, I think they're-, <laughs> they're the questions you want to be asking, isn't it? Like, exactly. you know. And they're the problems that you would solve for me as a as as a business. So, yeah, but understanding me or understanding exactly what that customer does and what they're interested in will then help you shape that proposition. And that's the important thing. It's it's a step that people miss. Really, it's almost like oh, you know, we're too small a business. We don't necessarily need to worry about that. Like what Helen sort of said. Like she's targeting retired ladies. So you've already got a section of that, Helen. You've got the age range potentially in there. Yeah. and then, but you can start to take that the step further then. So if you understand what you're offering as a business, then understanding those what those people um, look like that are going to buy from you is the next step. So that retired lady actually then can start to have a name that can be interested in X, Y, and Z. And then you can start targeting those, those people specifically. And then yeah. once you have one persona, you might go for the low-hanging fruit initially, but then you'll start to develop other personas that you can start to target. And it might be a completely different set of advertising that you'd use for one persona well it would be against another so it just stops this scattergun approach it helps you become really really targeted really niche with your advertising social targeting etc um so obviously it costs less and gets better results yeah and you and you really you want people to stop scrolling or to see you or to find out about you and be like ah oh, i'm interested in that and I, I i know helen's uh business it's a fabulous business it's uh, it's a uh, you know a uh, create art school and she runs art schools for people and I did a post on Instagram this week and it was sell them what they want give them what they need and you know what Helen is offering is art but really it's you know a place to meet people a a thing to do a way to feel like you're learning something different that you're um, expanding your knowledge and, and feeling confident about yourself and there's growth and there's all those other lovely things so sometimes you've got the product but you've got all these extra things that go around it like an onion these layers that entice people in and the more you understand who the client is and what they're looking for the more you can add that to your product people don't just generally buy a thing because it's the thing it's what it says about them or what they're going to get from it or the status they're going to get from it. And that's the stuff that's like really juicy in marketing. So get to know those customers, like talk, talk to your customers, like what's important to you? Where do you want to be in five years time? So Helen's just said spot on. Yay. Um, But that's, that's the juicy stuff, isn't it? Because it gets quite boring, doesn't it? Then you're just like selling the product constantly, you know, buy a car, buy a car, buy a car. It's not buy a car, it's buy a status symbol or buy something that's going to get your children to school safely or buy something that's got an amazing stereo so you can drive around driving everybody mad in the summertime. You know, it's something else other than just the car, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Brilliant. So what's Katie just said? Great live. It's something we always need reminding. Don't get lost in trying to sell to everyone. Exactly. And it goes back to this wonderful thing like be Marmite. Don't 
you know, don't try and be something to everybody. You know, not everybody will love your approach. Not everybody will love your product. But that's that's the key, isn't it? Be the thing that stands out. Like, make people feel something. So Helen said, it's almost like I've learned from you, Debbie. It almost is like you have. <laughs> a client of mine. So, yeah, that, that, that's nice. <laughs> I've taught somebody something. Um, so, yeah. Have we got anything to add before we kind of close this up, Bertie? I think you just made a really good point about speaking to customers as well, because this is often a area that I see people are missing out on. So if you if you are stuck about maybe what your customer persona is, just actually ringing up, just pick yeah. up the phone, speak to some people that have bought from you, speak to people that have cancelled from you, speak to people that maybe didn't buy and just ask them the reason why. Like, what have you got to lose? But this will help you shape. Once you start to see those patterns in those in those customers, it will help you then form that persona because the people that didn't buy from you are just as important as the people that did so then it, you almost create well it's, it's a thing a negative persona of people that you don't want to target it was just with you saying about marmite that's important as well but probably a, a much longer conversation for another day because we've come up to time again 10 minutes just goes like that doesn't it uh, maybe next week we can speak about being more marmite be more marmite okay be more marmite maybe that's the topic for next week then so should we do that okay let's do it be like marmite right. So join us next week for 10 minutes at 10 a.m. on Friday, where we're going to talk about being more Marmite. Let's yes. do it. If you're, if you're watching this in the replay, just hit the comments and we can always catch up with those next week. So thank you very much, everybody, for joining us live. Debbie, thank you very much for your time again this morning. Thank you for your time, Bertie. It's a pleasure. And, and uh, oh, do the papers. And we'll oh, yeah. see you again for 10 at 10. Next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business Fun Size Live podcast. Join us every Friday morning at 10 a.m. on my LinkedIn and over on my Facebook page. If you've enjoyed this podcast, it would be amazing if you could leave us a review. And we'd love for you to come and say hi to us on social media. See you next week. Bye.